Hello, and thank you for listening to this life-changing message from River of Life. If you enjoy this message, we invite you to check out River of Life live this Sunday at 10.30 a.m. in Crawfordville. Visit riveroflifefl.com for service times and directions. That's riveroflifefl.com. Now, let's join Senior Pastor Henry Jones as he teaches from the Word of God. Hallelujah. I'd like for you to open your Bibles to 1 Corinthians chapter 6. We'll read verses 9 through 11. 1 Corinthians 6, 9 through 11. And the title of the message today is A Strange Look at the Good News. A Strange Look at the Good News. 1 Corinthians chapter 6, we'll begin reading in verse 9. This passage tells us that God can take a group of people who have been deep in sin and completely turn their lives around. Listen as I read. Do you not know that the unrighteous will not inherit the kingdom of God? Do not be deceived. Neither fornicators, nor idolaters, nor adulterers, nor homosexuals, nor sodomites, nor thieves, nor covetous, nor drunkards, nor revilers, nor extortioners will inherit the kingdom of God. And such were some of you. But you were washed. But you were sanctified, but you were justified in the name of the Lord Jesus and by the Spirit of our God. I have been intrigued by this passage of Scripture for many, many years. And the first thing I want to share with you is something that should be obvious to all of us, but I, I, I fear that we miss this. Paul was writing to some of the worst imaginable sinners. He was writing to Corinthian church, but he defines them as being some of the worst imaginable sinners. At least they were sinners. That's what he says. He says, and such were some of you. Paul was writing to a group of people who had been at one time the worst of sinners. And he reminds them of just how bad they were. He says, you were fornicators. That's a biblical word that just covers a multitude of sexual sin. You were fornicators. You were idolaters. You were adulterers. You were homosexuals. You were sodomites. You were drunkards. Wow! What an ugly list! But he says, but you were washed. You were sanctified. You were justified in the name of our Lord Jesus and by the Spirit of our God. Paul was saying to these people, (laughs) you were ungodly. But you went from being ungodly to being godly. You went from being sinful to being sanctified. You went from being guilty to being justified in the simplest of terms. The Apostle Paul says, 
But you were washed. 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 Uh, Lewis E. Jones in the 1800s penned these words. There's power, power, wonder-working power in the blood of the Lamb. Would you be free from your sinful ways? Oh, would you be white, much whiter than snow? There's power in the blood, power in the blood. Sin stains are lost in its life-giving flow. There's wonderful power in the blood. You were washed in the blood of the Lamb. Now, Paul was not picking on them or being unnecessarily tough on them. Uh, Paul didn't have a very high opinion of himself. 1 Timothy 1.15 says, Paul said, to, uh, Paul said to Timothy, This is a faithful saying and worthy of all acceptance that Christ Jesus came into the world to save sinners of whom I am... Say it with me. I'm chief. See, Paul put himself right in that category of the worst of sinners. And by the way, he was. He was an enemy of Christ. He was the enemy of the church. He, he persecuted Christians. He even killed Christians. Paul said, I was one of the worst of sinners. One of the things I love about this passage of Scripture, these passages of Scripture like this, is it gives us some idea of just how far God will go. It lets us know the extent, the depth, the degree of His love and grace, His saving mercy. If God can, if God will, if God has washed and sanctified and justified people who have been guilty of all of these things, then none of us are out of His reach. None of us are out of His reach. What if tonight... When you get home and you're going to sleep, the words of this message just stay in your head. You can't get them out of your head and you keep thinking about this. What if the Lord were to come to you tonight in your dreams and say, I want to take you on a journey? And I don't think that's so far-fetched because we know that has happened according to the Bible. The Lord will come to people and take them on a journey. And what if the Lord were to come to you and say, tonight I want to take you on a journey. I'm going to take you to heaven. I've got some people I want you to meet. And so there you are in heaven. You're in the glory land. Wow. And the Lord wants you to meet some people. And, and, and the first person you see in front of you, you're just taken back by how, how beautiful, how attractive this person really is. And this person looks at you and says, I was deep in the bondage of sexual sin. Immorality. Fornication. Pornography. I was deep in that bondage. And then one day, by His amazing grace, I met Jesus Christ. I asked Him to forgive me. And He washed me. He sanctified me. He justified me. He changed my life. He changed my lifestyle. And He changed my eternity. Wow. Wow. He changed my eternal destiny. There it is. He changed my life. He changed my lifestyle. He changed my eternal destiny. No sooner do you leave that person and all of a sudden somebody else is standing in front of you and this person looks at you and says, I was an adulterer. 
I was extremely unfaithful and selfish. I betrayed the people who were closest to me. I was living a life that was shameless. And I don't know how He could have loved me, but somehow He did. And He touched me. And I broke in repentance before Him. And He changed my life. He changed my lifestyle. Don't miss that one. And He changed my eternal destiny. And the person goes on to say, I don't deserve to be here, but praise God, hallelujah, here I am, to God be the glory. Here I am. And then maybe just like that, somebody else is standing in front of you and this person is glowing and glorious and beautiful. You can't hardly believe how beautiful these people really are. And this person looks at you with a smile and says, I was deep into perversion. I was deep into the homosexual lifestyle. And most of the Christians around me shunned me, but a few of them wouldn't give up on me. And they kept loving me and sharing Christ with me. And one day I poured my heart out before the Lord. In repentance. He changed my life. He changed my lifestyle. He changed my eternal destiny. Wow, I know I don't deserve to be here. Hallelujah, here I am. In heaven. Someone else stands in front of you, and, and this person says, I, I, was, I was hooked, I was trapped. Uh, uh, with drugs and, and drinking and anything that would relieve the pain. And then one glorious hallelujah day, I met Jesus. And I turned away from all of those things that I had been doing. By the way, you know that's what repentance means, to turn. I turned away from all of those things and I started following the Lord Jesus Christ. And He changed my life. He changed my lifestyle. He changed my eternal destiny. Don't deserve to be here, but praise God, hallelujah. Here I am. I know what some of you are thinking right now. I've been your pastor long enough, I know exactly how you guys think. Pastor, is that the best Christmas message you can come up with? Really? Is this your Christmas message? You listen to me. You better believe it. This is the best news on planet earth. That we serve a God that can change our lives, change our lifestyle, and change our eternal destiny. This is exactly what the angels were talking about on the night that Christ was born when they said to the shepherds, Behold, don't fear. Behold, we bring you some good news and it will be to all people. A child has been born. And this child will be a Savior. And through this Savior, there will be hope for all of us. The good news is this, that God can turn the worst of us into the best of us. That we can be washed. We can be sanctified. We can be justified. Now listen up. Because uh, your eternity could uh, be at stake here. I don't know what your story will be. All of our stories will be different. You know that. I don't know what your story will be. In fact, I want to tell you, 
hopefully, prayerfully, Frank, thank you so much, hopefully and prayerfully, we're going to raise up a generation of children and young people in this church that when they tell their story, it will not sound anything like the stories I've just shared with you. But here's what every story has to have in it. Every one of us, your story has to end this way. You may not say it exactly the way I'm saying it, but this is the way it has to end. Somehow, some way, I met Jesus Christ. And He touched me. And I repented. And He washed me. He sanctified me. He justified me. He changed my life. In fact, say it with me. He changed my life, my lifestyle, and my destiny. Wow. And we could add a footnote onto this testimony. I don't deserve what I've received, but I can't deny what I've received. Would you pray with me? Father, we love you today. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Uh, Lord, I'm asking if there's somebody here today who's ready to be changed by your power, your love, your grace, your mercy the wonder-working power of the blood of the... Thank you again for listening to this life-changing message from River of Life. If this message has touched you today or you need someone to pray with you, then please let us know. You can call us at 850-926-1200 or send an email to info at riveroflifefl.com. We also encourage you to visit River of Life this Sunday at 1030 a.m. in Crawfordville. For more information, visit us at riveroflifefl.com.